Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code COLLEGEDRAFT to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Pour yourself a cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Russ Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Yeah, it is Daddy Soda time here on the College Draft podcast presented by DraftKings. We love DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, a bunch of podcasts. Ross Tucker football podcast is every day. Even Money is the NFL betting show. Of course, we've got the Fantasy Feast twice a week during the season to get you ready to set your lineup. Andrew Brandt has the terrific Business of Sports podcast. And this Well, this is the only one that is three podcasts for the price of one, even though it's free. It is the College Draft Podcast. You get to hear about the top prospects in college football. You get to hear about the biggest games in college football. And you get to hear Emery's picks against the spread. Emery, of course, being the star of the show. Emery Hunt at F-Ball Game Plan on Twitter. Football game plan on YouTube. He was way ahead of the game when it comes to YouTube. And frankly, I think he's way ahead of the game when it comes to stuff he's doing with his digital channels on Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon. It's all Emory Hunt all the time on a bunch of different channels. You can check out his draft guide, footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide. And I don't see the normal background behind him which tells me he's still in a hotel doing something somewhere. Emery, do tell. I'm, I'm here on business with CBS Sports HQ. We're, we've been at uh, the Caesar Sportsbook in Washington, D.C. at the Capital One Arena. Fantastic sportsbook, by the way, uh, since Thursday. So we've been covering NFL and college football all week long. And um, tonight is going to be another long day there as well, going – Focusing on one game the entire week, uh, the Ravens and Colts. So it's been fun, man. It's been fun to see the atmosphere. And uh, I had never been to this particular sports book. And, you know, this is probably one of the better ones that I've been to because of it's two levels, spacious, and we got a whole section roped off. So it's just me and the camera guy. So people must think we famous. So people kind of lurking around trying to see who, who who's uh, who's who. I had one lady come up and take a picture. Uh, she was like, you know, uh, Dividers be damned. I need to find out who this person is. He has to be somebody famous. I'm going to stand here before a live hit and try to take a picture with him. 
<laughs> that is awesome, man. So it's got to be Emery. Let's let let's. You're in the you're in the trust tree right now. It is kind of cool on some level when people are looking at you like, who is that guy? That guy's famous. <laughs> Especially when you know what makes it worse or better uh, is when you do the live hit and they have one of the screens simulcasting your hit. So now people seeing your pics and people seeing you do things. It's like, oh, so when they when the lights come on, they're like, oh, let me let me focus on what he's about to say. And then when they see you off outside of the, the you know the separators, you know, going to the bathroom or going get some food, it's like everybody whispering. It's like, oh man, that's the dude from see you that oh, that's it. So it is kind of cool. <laughs> I gotta move like a rumor though. I gotta be quiet and move through like like nobody can't see me. I gotta be you know incognito. I gotta take the back stairwell down uh, to get to the car stuff. That is amazing. That's funny. Yeah, I see it. So sometimes some of these games I do, the broadcast booth, like you might have to walk through the fans a little bit. And, you know, you get that. I I always have that CBS blazer, you know, because that's what we wear for the games. And people are looking at you like, oh, man, Um, it's kind of funny. That's awesome. Love that story. By the way, man, I was watching the score of the game you did Friday night. Usually Cedar Cliff is good and gives Bishop McDevitt a heck of a game. Uh, I guess, unfortunately, that was not what you saw. Hey, man, listen, whoever is getting, let's say, five of these prospects from Bishop McDevitt are going to be fantastic. The running back, Marquise Williams, the t- I think he's the number five rated player in the state for his class. So he's class 2023. This dude can go anywhere in the country and star, man. This ridiculous he's like shady mccoy reincarnated um the receiver was good both receivers were good the quarterback stone sanders is a freshman and his dad is the strength coach for the baltimore ravens this dude has a legit gun i was shocked at how uh, how this dude was a freshman throwing the football like he did and they got out the blocks early and when i want to say it was 49 to nothing at halftime so you know the second half and you know this from a broadcast perspective that's running clock. That means, oh, we're out of here quickly after the, you know after this one. So the second half took probably maybe 35 minutes running clock, and it was a wrap. You know, that might be the best game they played in a long – because Cedar Cliff's pretty decent, actually. So for them to beat them like that, that, that was surprising. We're, speaking of surprising, Emery, I'm not really understanding this betting line for Kentucky and Georgia. Georgia is favored – by 22 points? I mean, I know Georgia's good, but Kentucky's having a heck of a year. That surprised me that Georgia's favored by 22. Let's start, though, with a couple of the players that jump out to you in this game, and we'll start with Kentucky linebacker DeAndre Square. Yeah, he, he's a run-and-chase type linebacker. You could think in terms of someone like, and I'm not comparing it a one-to-one, but he's someone similar to that of Patrick Queen. You know, he's a, you know, a fluid guy, athletic guy, can play all three spots. You know, you can see him as a pressure player, uh, has good special teams value, I think, as a pro player. Um, but you want to see more of those those impactful plays uh, coming from him. And lo and behold, he has a great opportunity in this game to make impactful plays. So this could be huge for his draft stock. But I just love, love the fluidity that he plays with. And again, Kentucky has... I won't say the last three years, they've had some really good defensive players. You know, we've seen, you know, Amazon 
guys out there at corner. You know, everyone at that, that one year they had everybody. Lonnie Johnson. Lonnie Johnson. Chris Westry was 6'4". Um, and they had another cat that was about 6'3". Uh, out there on the perimeter. So they, they've done their job. We talked about Phil Hoskins last year, a freak up front, uh, 6'4", 340, but with cat-like quickness. So they've done a fantastic job of recruiting these athletes uh, on that side of the ball. And Square is a good athlete and definitely going to have an opportunity to make some plays tonight. Yeah, well, obviously, Jamin Davis, too, you know, the, the linebacker that Washington took in the first round. Mm-hmm. Although Washington's defense, man, they, they are – not what they were a year ago. I don't know what's going on over there. Let's talk about Georgia. Man, Georgia might be RBU. They always have good running backs, although I will say Penn State's had a bunch more recently. Uh, But Georgia has one this year, Zamir White. And I tweeted this out on uh, Saturday when they were, you know, in the midst of ramming the ball down, (laughs) down Auburn's throat. You watch Zamir White, a.k.a. Zeus, um, man, this dude just screams Baltimore Raven, right? Like, you know, he just – the black spats on the cleats. Every run is like if someone did something to him personally. So he's trying to run through the dude's face mask, and he finishes runs really well. He has good vision. Uh, but his contact balance is where it needs to be. He runs with, uh, you know, Mike Tyson-like aggressiveness. You know, so he's breaking arm tackles. He's breaking physical tackles. One guy's not going to bring him down, and he knows how to finish – uh, at the end zone. So for me, you know, he may not have the blazing speed or me, he may not be the same caliber of prospect as a DeAndre Swift or Nick Chubb. Um, but I think you can say from a prospect to prospect standpoint, and I was high on Sonny Michelle, Zamir White is about right there. You just want to see more development in the passing game, but that's where Michelle probably edges him out as a prospect. But it's hard not to like how this dude runs. This dude just runs like a pro back. And I'm excited for him in the future. And, and if he lands in Baltimore, then that's just a match made to have Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and New Orleans would be great spots for Zamir White to land. They seem to always find those type backs. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, I love the way you describe this kid. I'm excited to watch more of him. Every run is like someone did something to him personally. That's amazing. DeAndre Swift and Nick Chubb, whew, they both had awesome runs yesterday. I mean, Chubb, the one he broke outside. Swift just ran right over a dude, which is hard to do. Very, very impressive. So, George is favored by 22. Kentucky's got a really good team. I, I'm surprised by this. I'm, I'm curious to hear – what your thoughts are on the spread. 22, Emory, more than three touchdowns. You know what it is? I, I feel like I feel like they don't respect Kentucky's offense, you know, in terms of the passing game and them being able to find consistent success against Georgia. I feel like that's the biggest concern here, which is why you see the 22-point spread. And we just saw Kentucky, you know, make light work of LSU. But granted, that's LSU's offense. Yeah, it's a grab bag offense. You don't know what you're going to get on a you know week-to-week basis. And I also feel like they're not respecting Kentucky's defense. I feel like Kentucky has really good defense. Um, so this is one of those those spreads that are that is very questionable. Kentucky, to me, is a better team than Georgia. I mean, than, than uh, Auburn. And I think this will be closer. So I will take Kentucky in the points here. I, I feel like Kentucky can keep this one under that 22 number. It may be 
18, maybe 19, maybe 21, but eight, we're cashing that ticket if it's under 22. I'm with you on that. Um, I will say this. My vote for the Heisman right now is the nose tackle for Georgia. I love that dude. I love interior linemen, period. Show your true vehicle versatility and unlock the power of your car's interior with upgrades at AutoZone. Your car interior is as important as your exterior. Why? Because that's where you spend most of your time, inside your car. October is fall car care month. So show your car some love with help from AutoZone. Car smelling like a locker room? I don't know, Emery. You drive a lot, man. I don't know. AutoZone has the cleaning products you need to freshen up. Simple upgrades like seat covers prevent spills, tears, rips. If you're like me and you've got two little kids, they absolutely tear up the interior. Uh, Kids are not good for car interiors. Anyway, this fall car care month, make AutoZone your one-stop car interior shop. They carry the best products from the best brands at the right price. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Let's get into the next game. Really excited to talk to you about this one. It's Pitt at Virginia Tech. And Pitt is favored by four. He's having a great year so far, Emery. I'm excited to hear what you've got to say about Pitt quarterback Kenny Pickett. Yeah, and Pickett was someone that I liked two years ago. Uh, Because for whatever reason, because of you how travel schedules can be um, and how I try to fit things in, I always try to fit like scouting games into my broadcast schedule. So if I have a break on a Thursday and Friday, I'm going to find a game. And that's why you used to see me at either Ivy League on a Friday or somewhere uh, in the Northeast on a, on a Thursday night. And Pitt always falls on a Thursday night, and they always play in North Carolina. Matter of fact, he played North Carolina in November on Thursday night. Again, I might catch that one as well. Uh, and that's why I got and that's why I got exposed to uh, Ken Pickett. I just love the way this dude throws the football. He has a gunslinger mentality. Um, he's he's thriving, in, you know, in a short to intermediate area of the field. Those in-breaking routes, he's hitting those consistently. That's that's where he loves to live. Um, that's where his his continuity is within the offense. And I feel like he's getting more confidence going throw, uh, going deeper down the field. And they have tremendous talent at wide receiver. Uh, he almost reminds me a lot when he's in rhythm, kind of like how Kirk Cousins is when he's in rhythm. It, the ball comes out quick. It comes out on time. And he's just dicing guys up and, and moving the football down the field. And I see a lot of that with Pickett's game. Now, he can get a little bit – uh, too confident and maybe miss those, just like Kirk Cousins, miss those buzzing linebackers and defenders underneath in, in zone coverage and, and throw it right to them. Uh, but we've seen less of that this year and more of the latter of the former. And so that's why I feel like he's he's improving his draft stock. But I've always liked Kenny Pickett, and, you know, quick, concise, and, you know, has a little good movement skills within the pocket. He's a really good uh, quarterback. I need to find out who uh, number three is for Pitt, that young receiver they have. Yes, yes. That dude is awesome. I mean, he's been tearing people up. I I think this is like his first year really getting a chance to play a lot. What about the Hokies and their edge rusher, Amari Barno, coming off that tough loss to the Irish? Yeah, Barno is someone when this is a scouting dream. You know, one, this is when, when scouts are talking about prospects. 
this is a prospect, someone that has that's checking boxes, you know, like height, weight, length, athleticism, you know, unfinished product. So if we get him in our program, we can, you know, build on the physical traits that he has. And the one thing he does have that I really do like about defenders, he has that dog mentality. You know, he, he's someone that is looking to hit. You know, he's not a, a one of these peekaboo type players that, you know, like a linebacker that wants to wait and see. You know, he, he is running through someone's chest. And as a pass rusher, they always say relentlessness. And that's something you see from Barno. Um, it may not be polished. He may not have the, the wild moves, but this dude is going to find his way to the quarterback. And he's a long, athletic guy. Uh, and I think he, because he has the pass rushing chops in terms of the hustle and the relentlessness, you know, hustle will get you everywhere you want to go on a football field. He has that, and he's also able to close. He seems to always make uh, impactful plays uh, at or behind the line of scrimmage. So that alone, all those boxes that I just described, someone's going to get themselves a, a raw player uh, you know, with a lot of rough edges in terms of technique and, you know, those things. But that can be coached. But the athleticism, the want to, the hustle, you can't coach that. So I want someone like Barno on my team. Pitts favored by four. The game's at Virginia Tech, Emery. What are you doing? Now, is this game at night or is it during the day? Because that because Virginia Tech is is like Iowa. And Iowa thought that – I knew the game plan for Iowa. You know, they were uh, we're going to hang around. This game started at three. If we can get it to nightfall, we have a chance. It's a 3.30 p.m. Eastern game. 3.30 p.m. Eastern. So it'll be dark for the second half. See that? Nah, that, nah it, it'll be dark for like the end of the game. It'll be dark for like the last fifteen minutes, maybe. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna go with Pitt here because because that's that's the thing. If you, if Virginia Tech gets you tonight, like Iowa, then it's a completely different ball game. But I'm gonna lay those points with Pitt. I just think offensively uh, they're playing at a, at a you know a high level, and now that they've gotten over uh, some proverbial humps um, in their schedule in the early part of the schedule, the confidence is high. So now they expect to win. I think they take care of business against the Hokies. Yeah, I would say for Iowa, if they can get your starting quarterback out of the game too, <laughs> they can uh, they can win because that there's no chance they were winning that game if uh, if Sean Clifford stayed yeah. in the whole time. Penn State was the better team, unfortunately. Injuries matter, and depth matters, and recruiting matters, and having your backup quarterback ready to roll matters. So let's get to Oklahoma State. And Texas, Emory, Texas. I, know. I mean, speaking of backup quarterbacks, dude, you know, and backup quarterbacks mattering, Oklahoma put in theirs, who's a true freshman from D.C., Caleb Williams, and what an epic, epic win for the Sooners. And I'm wondering, Oklahoma State's at Texas. Texas is favored by five. I'm wondering if there's some residuals. From that loss a little bit, Emery. That's, I mean, that that was a brutal, tough loss for them. And that's a situation, and we see this all the time in, in football, whether it's high school, college, or pro, where teams let one loss become two. This would be the quintessential example of that, uh, where Texas is, man, we were blowing out Oklahoma, and now we find ourselves losing that ball game, and in comes a you know, a team in Oklahoma State that's quietly undefeated, that's just winning games and is just playing really well. But you know the shoe is going to fall off for Oklahoma State quietly. These are, 
similar teams in terms of, you know, how they handle success. So Texas could be in a situation where uh, last week's loss becomes this week's problem. And we'll see if that's going to be the case against Oklahoma State. Let's talk about the running backs for both teams. We'll start with Oklahoma State's running back, L.D. Brown. He did a great job filling filling in admirably uh, for Chuba Hubbard when Hubbard was out last year, and people had the conversation, is L.D. Brown better than Hubbard? Well, maybe from a, a vision standpoint, he's better, in my opinion. Hubbard had just track speed, you know, so you, L.D. Brown doesn't have track speed, but he has really good speed. You know, he can rip off a chunk player, too. Um, I feel like he's more of a complimentary guy at the next level. I could see him landing in some place like Kansas City or somewhere like that where they utilize multiple backs, Chicago even, um, and, and get him involved because he has good burst. He has good contact balance. I love to say that for a back because he's 5'9", 205. So you're not going to knock him over. You're going to knock him to the side. Um, and he's also very solid in pass pro, which is always an impressive trait to have coming out of college. What about Bijan Robinson? Uh, we talked about him a little bit last week in the sense that people were saying it's not a great draft class for running backs. He did have some nice plays against Oklahoma. I don't know if you went crazy. Uh, they got a lot of production from their quarterback, Casey Thompson. But let's talk Bijan Robinson. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to bring him up on this, you know, this show because we touched on him last week and we we live in a, a hot take society. And when I say hot take, it doesn't mean like that's a worse, that's a bad take or a terrible take. It's just, you know, it's a little bit hyperbole uh, when you say he's the best running back right now in the country. Like, okay, cool. You know, I know you had a nice long run, but let's let's simmer down, turn heat to low, and let's focus on, you know, some some facts right quick. But when you watch him, for a guy that's, what, 215, 220 almost, he's breaking through tackles, which is great. He has very good long speed. Um, and he showed against Oklahoma, he has a, a flair for the, the dramatic. Showed good broken field running skills. And I think his ability as a kickoff returner tends to help with that because everything is broken field on, in a return game. So you combine those traits, you can understand why people view him very highly. And, you know, he can catch the ball in the backfield. He's a, he could be a downfield threat in a passing game more than your standard swing screens, flares, and flats. Uh, he can go downfield and make plays as a receiver. So, yeah, he is, you know, ideally what you want at the position. And this is a game against a very good team in Oklahoma State to where he could just add another element to his whole profile of this guy shows up in the biggest of games, at at the biggest of moments, and helps his team win. He did that last week, and it looked like it was going to be, you know, an easy win for Texas. Uh, but they, you know, we know the outcome of that one, so we'll see if he can bounce back. And if Texas is having one of those Texas-type games, can B. John Robinson be the reason why they win? Can he put the team on his back and carry them over the, over the hump? Texas favored by five. Which way are you going, Emory? This, uh, is, this, this is tough, man, because you don't trust Oklahoma State. Texas coming off a tough loss to, to their rival. This game could get out of hand. Um, so I'm going to venture out and say that we will see Texas rebound, and I'm going to lay those five with the Longhorns. I just don't trust Oklahoma State's quarterback situation enough to think they can go in there and pull off the upset. They are very inconsistent at quarterback, and to me, that's an issue. We saw Oklahoma State, I uh, saw Oklahoma be inconsistent at quarterback, and they pulled their guy 
And the freshman phenom came in there. Can Oklahoma State provide that same spark? I don't think so. I'm laying those points with Texas. Let's get to App State at Louisiana, your alma mater. But before we do, I love small businesses. Overcoming the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. All right. App State is laying two at Louisiana. App State, you've got Thomas Hennigan and Corey Sutton. Both of those receivers are legit good, man. Sutton is getting a lot of the, the, the pub this year. Um, you know, as an explosive guy, as a dynamic guy, and, and rightfully so, he can you know, really track the football well. Um, he, he's dynamic after the catch. So I, I got to give him his props for what he has done. Hennigan is someone that has been consistent, steady. Uh, he's a physical guy out there on the perimeter. So when it's a 50-50 ball, he's someone that's going to out-jump you. He's going to out-muscle you, and he's going to try to break that tackle and go a long way. He's been the more consistent player over time. He's played a little bit more. Um, and I feel like he's not getting talked about enough, but he has been the, the clutch guy, in my opinion, in their passing game. Sutton is a more dynamic guy, the explosive guy, the big play threat. So both guys are going to be uh, locked in for this matchup because it's a strength versus strength battle. Cajun secondary versus App State's receiving core, and I'm excited to watch it. What about for uh, Louisiana? Quarterback Levi Lewis and the edge rusher, Chauncey Manick. It feels like Levi Lewis has been there a while. He has. He came back for that bonus year. He was a senior last year, so he came back for the free year with the NCAA. And I've always said this. He's a point guard passer, point shoot type passer, good athlete, can be a plus one in the run game. He hasn't run a lot this year, so I expect them to unlock that in this game. You remember last year he took over when he decided to take off and run. They had long snap issue. Uh, they were just snapping punts over the punter's head uh, constantly in that ball game. Levi Lewis took over, started to take off a little bit more. And I know Chase Bryce on the other side, the quarterback that transferred from Clemson to Duke to, uh, you know, App State. He's making his way during, you know, through South Carolina and, and North Carolina, <laughs> you know. Uh, but I feel like Levi Lewis is the better player. So he's someone that, that has been quiet this year. He had a lot of buzz last year from a draft perspective. People was impressed with his, his play. Um, they need him to have that big game to uh, in this matchup, and that's the, the matchup for him. And Chauncey Manak is someone that I've been raving about for about three years because he is he has heavy hands. He's a, a power rusher. He closes really well and is someone that makes game-changing plays on defense. So if they're going to beat App State, Manak is going to have to find a way to live in the backfield, set up shop, and get out the Bryce. All right, App State favored by two, Emery. Which way are you going? Louisiana all the way. Because here's the thing. Louisiana, is, this, is this your heart or your brain talking? This is both. They're in units and they're lockstep because there's a little bit of frustration here too. Louisiana lost to Texas in, in week one and hasn't even sniffed the top 25 since. They opened up at 23. Uh, tw- I think it were 23. They lose to Texas and barely are e- even in the others receiving votes category. Like this is one loss. They haven't lost since. Meanwhile, Coastal Carolina 
has beat up on some really good teams and beat up on a bunch of tomato cans, and they're locked in in the top 15, not knocking Coastal Carolina. They are a very explosive team, but the every all roads lead to, to Louisiana and Coastal meeting up in the Sun Belt Conference Championship. Knock on wood, if they can get past this game, I do think they'll do so. The Cajuns have, you know, that teal and black locked in their minds. Last year, they got over the App State hump. I think they can get over App State again and keep the, the train rolling toward the Sunbelt Conference Championship and take on Coastal. Again, that should have happened last year, but COVID issues with Coastal canceled the Sunbelt Conference Championship game, so we never know who who would have won that matchup when those two teams are both in the top 25, but definitely take the Cajuns here in the points. Check him out on social media at FBall Game Plan on Twitter, Football Game Plan on YouTube, of course. He's killing it with all the CBS Sports HQ stuff that you can check out whenever. And there's never a wrong time to get ahead of the game and get his draft guide. Don't procrastinate. Just get it now. Footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide. And then you already can check off that box. You don't need to worry about anything else. You'll get the best draft guide in the business like mid-February next year, whenever it comes out. Awesome. Thank you, Emery. Always a pleasure, Ross. Check us out on social as well, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. The keg is kicked. We're all tapped out. Thanks for listening to the College Draft Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, Even Money, and the Business of Sports. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, one 800 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 